Last week, when we began hearing Jesus' teaching on the Sermon on the Mount, His initial teaching was about what makes us happy. Remember that? And, and we said that everybody wants to be happy. No problem. We all want to be happy. And we realized that it was God who put that desire to be happy in our hearts. He created us that way so that we would seek Him, so that we would seek happiness in Him because He is the one who fulfills us in our happiness. In other words, He makes us happy. And then at the end of my homily last week, I said, okay, go home and look at whatever media, social media or whatever that you consume and see if it talks to you about what makes you truly happy. Now, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands to see if you did that or not from last week to this. However, if you didn't, you can always do it. It's no problem. But remember, we said that the world tells us that happiness is found in the fact that we're prideful, that we make ourselves God. That we say, I'm God and you're not. That was the sin of Adam and Eve. So pride doesn't make us happy. And then we also said, okay, it's important that we remember where we come from. Ash Wednesday, about two weeks away, we're going to talk about that. Remember, you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. And remember that, that, that you're, you're a contingent, what we call a contingent being. If God didn't will you in existence, every moment, every breath you take, every heartbeat you take, even after you die, if he didn't will your existence, you'd be nothing. Poof, gone. And that's important that we remember that, where we come from, and that God has loved us into existence. It wasn't the world that loved us into existence. It's God, and he supports and sustains us. Then, number three, we said, you know, when, when we're not prideful and we, we know where we're coming from, then, then we start to realize that, you know what, sometimes I'm, I am prideful, and sometimes I'm not humble, and that means I sin, and we all do. And it, it, it's important that, that, that we recognize that and we admit that to ourselves, we admit that to God, we admit that to others. That's what we do in the beginning of Mass when the deacon says what he does and we say, Lord, have mercy, and Christ, have mercy, and Lord, have mercy. We're admitting to God and others that we're sinners. And that's important because then we're open to what Jesus did and say, you save me, please, Lord, because you're the Savior of the world. And that's such a linchpin fundamental change that we can have in our lives. But the world doesn't say that. The world says, you save yourself. It's like, that's crazy. It doesn't work. And finally, we talked about, you know, all of this put together, we need to realize, and this is so special, it's so wonderful, is that we're called into a personal relationship with God. He already has got it started, and all we have to do is respond in prayer and in, in the way that we live our lives. That's the way, that's the way to happiness. And it's simple, right? I mean, as far as the words that I said, but doing it, you know, okay, that's a, that's a little challenge. And it takes... A while, if you will. It takes a lifetime to respond to that and to, to really say, I can find my happiness in God and in God alone. And when we say that, then everything else just kind of comes together in our lives. We won't be perfect. We, we won't be free of problems and difficulties and challenges. It's not going to be that. But, but here's, here's the difference, friends. Here's the difference, is that when, when we pursue God and when we pursue the happiness, the blessedness that God bestows upon us, then here's the deal. We find a freedom. We find a freedom within ourselves given to us by God. We find a freedom within ourselves because we don't have to pursue the world 
and, and, and the power, the pleasure, the prestige, the possessions that we think will make us happy. We're going to be freed from that. And man, that's cool. That's really good because we're not anchored in the, in the world. We become anchored in God. And when the, the tough stuff comes along, which we don't like and we don't want to live through, don't blame you, I don't want to do it either. But then we see, what, but there's something greater. There's someone more, and that's God. And there's a lot of freedom in that when we realize that and when it sinks into our hearts. Okay, so then with Jesus today, as Deacon Jeff proclaimed, continued the preaching of the Sermon on the Mount. So what makes you happy? And now he says, you know, with, 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 that, with your orientation towards me, towards God, there's two things that I want you to be in the world today. It's just not necessarily doing, but please do, being. Be light and be salt. Be light and be salt. Let's think about the salt first. Okay, I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite foods, but it's not Cheetos, okay? Even those Cheetos are very salty. When I was growing up in Mason City, the closest thing that I got to spaghetti that, was real, that really t- tasted good, and I loved it, I loved it. Mom would get the spaghetti, put it in one pot and boil it. Meantime, you know those, those, those spaghetti, those tomato paste cans that you get? Empty the paste into the can, empty a can of water into the paste, mix it up, and then put butter in it, mmm, good. Okay, so that's how we had spaghetti. That's how we had Italian food. But when I went to Rome, you know, this, this kind of bumpkin from the Midwest, when I went to Rome, one of the first things I had was a bread dish that I got to tell you about. Oh, man, piece of bread. You toast it. While it's still hot, you rub a clove of garlic on top of it. And for me, the more garlic, the better. Mmm. Then, then, you put olive oil on top and pepper, you slice a tomato and put that tomato on top, and then a, a, a basil leaf on top. And then you eat it. Oh, no, wait. No, 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 no. no. It's good just like the way it is, but, but what you have to do, what you have to do is put salt on it. And you know what happens? Bang, that, that dish pops. And I could eat a thousand of those things until I have canker sores in my, in my mouth because of all the tomatoes. Oh, is that good. And it's... The ingredients are great, but for me, it's because of the salt and the flavor that that salt brings. I hope I'm making you hungry because I'm hungry right now telling you about this. Salt, it makes the difference. It's the flavor, okay? And we know salt's a flavor. But the gospel is saying, okay, you good people, you're pursuing happiness. You're pursuing God, in other words. Your disciples of Jesus, be the Christ salt in the world. Be the Christ salt in the world. Because you're, you're following Jesus. Be that savory flavor that people are looking for, that their hearts are longing for in this bland world of ours that says you can satisfy yourselves in anything else but Christ, in the bland world that's throwing God out of society, in the bland world that's throwing God out of life. So we don't respect life and the dignity of life. That's bland, bland to evil. And people are 
longing for that salt, for that flavor, the Christ flavor, the Christ salt in the world today. And the cool thing is, is that Jesus says, you know, we're all in pilgrimage, we're all in process, we're all becoming, if you will, but he entrusts himself to you even now, wherever you are in your spiritual life. Isn't that cool? I mean, he has a lot of trust to be the Christ salt in the world. Okay. Another thing I want to tell you about. This is all about Italy this year. I don't know why, but it is. So I've shared this. I know I've shared this at Daily Mass but, and with our students. But when we, every, every time you begin a school year in seminary, you go on retreat. Okay, that's fine. So the first year, we went up to Assisi. Cool. But I, I didn't tell you this. The, the Italians, they're wonderful, 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 but they do things differently than we do. Can you imagine that? And we do different things differently than they do. So at night in the retreat house, they turn out all the lights, including the hall lights, including the hall lights where there are lots of steps that you have to take in order to visit the restroom at night if you need to. And they warned us, bring a flashlight with you before you go up there. Bring a flashlight. And I thought, I don't need a flashlight. I can memorize what the, what the floor is all about, where the steps are. So if I have to get up at night, it's going to be cool. It'll be fine. So the lights were out. I had to get up at night. I didn't have my flashlight. And I started creeping through the hallways. And guess what I did? I tripped. I fell, and I sprained my ankle. Boom. That was it. I tried to hide the fact that I sprained my ankle because of my pride, but I did. And it's all because I didn't have a light. So Christ says to you, be me the light of the world. Now, you're, you know, you're not literally Jesus, but you've got Christ in your heart. And let Christ out of your heart by being light. Because we know, and I don't have to go on and on about this, you already know this, there's darkness in this world, serious darkness in this world. And the world needs the light of Christ. And just think, again, Christ is entrusting you to be that light. There are lots of people who are falling. There are lots of people who are doing worse than spraining their ankles. And, and you can help them. You can help them. It's not because you're arrogant or proud, but it's because you believe. You've received Christ in your hearts, and you're pursuing happiness as he teaches it. And you want others to share that. So be the light. That means be an example, live your Christian life, intervene with people or, or, or talk with people as you need, whatever, whatever it is. And, and the really cool thing is, I, I love this, the really cool thing is that you're not like a fixed light, like this one is up here, always always over the ambo here. You're not a fixed light. You're, a, you're like a flashlight. You're portable. And you take that light wherever you go. And you don't need batteries. That light will never be extinguished unless you deny Christ or say, I'm going to turn my back on you, Jesus. 
That light will never be extinguished. It's always going to be there. And you, this port of light, you go wherever you go, and you shine Christ wherever you go. Isn't that cool? And, and the thing is, is that I, you have to remember this. A lot of times, if you're going to be light, you're going to be planting seeds in people's lives. I'll give you a, a clue. The priest does that a lot. Don't. The deacon does too. We plant seeds and we never know what happens after that. But things do happen. Things do happen. And usually it's good. So you being a light, you may be planting seeds in people's lives. And that's all right. You may be, when you're being a light that day, whenever it is, you may be exactly what they need at that moment to take them another step closer to beatitude, to happiness, to Christ. So, so don't, don't get into the thing where, where it doesn't matter what I do and nobody pays attention to me. Whatever, whatever. I found out yesterday, for example, that when I was trying to talk to the kindergarten class at St. Joe's School, they were coloring. I thought, you're not listening to me. Yes, they were. And when it was time for questions, guess what? They were following right along. So people are taken in more than maybe what you think. So don't get discouraged if you don't think you're making a difference. You just be that light and you be the salt, the Christ flavor in the world. And yeah, sometimes people are going to say, I don't like you. I'm going to be against you because of that. Well, Jesus said it can happen. But he said, keep on going because I'm with you always. That's part salt and light. That's part of the beatitudes, the happiness as well. Happy are you who serve the Lord. Happy are you who are a servant of God through being salt and light in the world. Ultimately, it brings one joy and happiness. Okay, so remember, you can look through that social media and all those kind of things that you consume to see if it's leading you to happiness. You can keep on doing that all your life to evaluate all that stuff, see where you need to go and where you need to stay away from. But this week, I just want you to be aware, aware of not only Christ in your life, but that invitation he has to be salt and light. Be the flavor and be the light that leads others to Christ, to happiness and joy.